A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Rises and taken. Really came off the pitch. Smith saying exactly that, wraps him on the gloves, the skipper takes the catch, and that'll be the end of Stephen Smith. The Border Gavaska Trophy is set to be decided on the final day of the Test summer, with India requiring 324 runs and Australia 10 wickets. Australia started the day at none for 21 and took the attack to India early, before a collapse of 3 for 34 halted their charge. Steve Smith survived the carnage and posted 55, but India took regular wickets to keep the hosts in check. Rain brought about an early tee and Australia carried on after the break before they were bowled out for 294 with paceman Mohamed Siraj taking 5 for 73. There's a man on the third man rope, takes the catch. Five wickets for Siraj. What a wonderful performance. Australia then had 11 balls at India before the rain returned for good. India none for four at stumps with 98 overs to be bowled on day five. We spoke to Hall of Famer Ricky Ponning and started by asking him his thoughts on the day's play. Yeah, I think it's been in the box seat um, to win the game. Um, and I think they've pretty much done everything that they could do today as far as trying to set up the game. You know, Harrison Warner, I thought, were outstanding at the start of the day just to, you know, get that run rate up high early and then not sort of put too much pressure on the mid-lord if we lost a couple of wickets, which is what sort of eventually happened. So, um yeah, there's a few anxious moments there, I guess, when we lost those four wickets in quick succession. That sort of brought India back into the game to a certain degree. I mean, if Payne and Green had got out quickly when they come together, then you know India were, were a good chance of winning the game. But, um, you know, with what's left in the game, I think there's probably only only one winner. Um, I can't think India scoring quick enough tomorrow to, to pick up the run. So there's only one winner, I think, and um, and I think that's Australia. Okay, what did you make of Australia batting beyond, say, let's talk about declarations and things, but they got there and got that, that big lead and batted on? Yeah, it seemed like it was going to be a plan to, to bat beyond. I think a few of us were sort of talking around the commentary box, maybe if they got an hour in uh, at India tonight, that um, that would probably be what they would look at. You know, we'd sort of done some rough calculations on scoring rates and things, and we, we thought that it'd probably take it for a little bit after tea to have enough runs um, on the board uh, to make it, you know, not too easy for, for India to chase the total down. So I thought I, I think I've done most things reasonably well today. So now it's you know it's over to all of them now. It's not only over to the bowlers, but the fielders got to take the chances and if not, you know, create some half chances as well to give themselves a chance to, to win the series. Is it the pitch, the weather? Uh, what's giving you the confidence that there's only sort of one winner left in the game? A bit of everything. Um, there's, you know, there's a chance tomorrow that there's a bit of rain and that coming in as well. So if the lights happen to go on at any stage, I think you know, from experience and having batted at the Gabba under lights, it's a, it's a totally different place to have to, to bat under lights, especially with a newish sort of ball, which is you know why they'd be ruining not getting much play in tonight. But um, the pitch did a little bit. I think the cracks have opened up more. We saw some balls um, have quite variable bounce today, both up and down. You know, Smithy's um, dismissal and then Payne got one soon after. were you know, 
rearing deliveries. So there, there might be a few more, a bit more of, of that tomorrow. But the other thing I was, I was just only thinking about it a little bit earlier is that India's resilience has got to give up at some stage. It's something it's a break. They can't keep doing what they've been doing and being so resilient, you know. And tomorrow it might be that day where, you know, the last day of the series, you know, they're potentially sort of playing to try and hang on for another draw. Um, yeah, I, I just got a feeling that something's got to give. And, and Australia, on the other hand, will be going, they know that they've got to go flat out and give absolutely everything to win the series. But as I said on air today, I think, I think a drawn series here um, uh, tomorrow we will be worse than a, than the loss a couple of years ago. And that's the way I look at it, um, considering the way, you know, the, the, how hard India have found it with going through 20 players in the series and Australia having Warner and Smith or Warner back for the last couple of games, Smith um, back for all of them that they didn't have last time around. I, I think a draw would not only feel like a loss to them, but, but probably be a worse result than last, than last series. And as opposed to last series, there's an extra layer of the World Test Championship. Do you think that's been in the mind of the Aussies, particularly around declarations and making sure there's only one winner or only two results in this game? I, I don't know. I haven't been around the team to, to understand how how much attention they are paying to that. I mean, I'm sure they want to be the number one ranked team in the world and they want to play you know, in that final if it eventually happens. Um, but, yeah, look, I don't know. I, I would have thought they'd be just more worried about just doing what they can to win this game. Um, because if they look after that, then the Test Championship looks after itself anyway, doesn't it? So I would have thought it's just uh, just the here and now. Um, do whatever they can to set the game up today and then you know, give themselves the best chance um, you know, in the back half of today and, and tomorrow to, to actually win the Test match. How about the performance of Mohamed Siraj, who's been through a lot these past couple of months, make his debut, he leads the attack now and he takes... Five wickets to the Gabba, he was seriously impressive, wasn't he? Yeah, it's not very often I say that I'm I'm happy to see someone <laughs> get five wickets against Australia, but I actually was. Um, you know, it has been a it's been a long, tough tour for him, you know, and, and you know, with the personal stuff that's happened, but also, you know, coming into this game, being the leader of the attack mm. in his third test match, it's um uh look, it, it says a lot about him. You know, I, I when he took those five wickets today, I expected to see a bit of emotion from him because we've seen some emotion even in the in the, when the national anthems have been playing, so um, but yeah, look, well, well done, um, brilliant effort, and you can say that about a lot of the Indian players, can't you? Right through this year, the effort that they put in have been have been amazing. So you know, as much as they, you know, the hard work and everything, as, as much as they sort of deserve to wear that to be where they are in the series, as I said, I think you know something's got to give eventually, and I've just got a feeling tomorrow might be that day. With the pitch playing a few tricks, what are the keys for the Australians to make sure they get those ten wickets tomorrow? Well, yeah, the wicket, I mean, if the wicket does go a little bit up and down, obviously the line's got to be really important. You know, you've got to be making bats and play, you've got to be challenging the stumps. Um, and if you're not challenging the stumps, you've got to be challenging the line of the body, you know, to make it to use um, that variable bounce like Smith and like Payne. You know, those balls were angled back in and were, and were sort of challenging the body. So um, I think we'll see that. You know, I think we'll probably see the bowlers operating shorter, sharper spells tomorrow to try and keep them fresh and try and, um, you know, about and let them be able to have impact when they when they come back for their next spell, um, which is, might be something that they might have learnt from the Sydney Test match. Um, yeah, so and you know, at different times, if there are partnerships developing, they might have, they might just have to think out, outside the box and do things a little bit differently than what we saw in Sydney. Because and even yesterday, when you know when Shardul and and Sundar were together, and you know how critical I was of them last night by you know not changing things quick enough. I think they. They just have to identify what they need there and then and make sure they've got the right bowlers that can come on and do it. So, um, yeah, it's up to them now. Saw that in Sydney. How hard is it to balance um, sticking with a plan, staying patient, but then also changing things up to try and get that wicket immediately? 
Um, yeah, I mean, you do have to let plans try and develop, don't you, and let the plans sort of play out. Um, how long do you st- how long do you stick with it? I think that's a, gut, a real gut feel thing um, when you're out the field. You know, I don't think there's any set time you can sort of talk about that or even think about it. You know, you just have a feel if it feels like the plan's going to come off. You know, sometimes if you start a plan, you get a couple of overs in, you just get a, you know, and if the backman's combating it well well and easy enough, then you, you might have to switch quite quickly. So it's, it's just about the, the feel of the time, I think, from what the bowler and the captain think. Have you given India any inkling of, of chasing this down? They almost did it in Sydney, but they've got some attacking batters there. Could they go for it? I think I think the first hour of play will be the most important for them, um, and not not you know if they don't lose wickets, but I think they have to actually get away and, and start scoring reasonably quickly. You know, there's what is a minimum ninety eight or ninety eight overs tomorrow. You know, three hundred and twenty four still to get, so they're going to have to score at a at a rate that they haven't scored in the probably in the series so far. Um, but I mean, yeah, and Gill are every chance of getting them off to a good start. Um, if they do do that, I think they might use Richard Pan up the order again. Maybe mm-hmm. use him a little bit higher than what they did in Sydney because if it, if it does get down to a run chase, um, get sort of behind the rate early on, then I can't see how Pajara is going to be the guy that's going to drag him back into it in that chase. So, um, But let's wait and see. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually going to be intriguing to me to see if they do come out with the thought of actually trying to win the game or if they're just going to be happy to try and defend and sit on it and, and, and block, you know, block the day out, not even entertain going for the run. So... Um, and but I think that story will be told um, pretty early on in the play in the day's play tomorrow. Uh, Australia's got one bowling innings left this summer. Their batting's all done. What did you make of the Aussie batters this summer, Rick? Well, Pekoski I thought looked really good in his only test. Um, Davey got back to somewhere near what we're used to seeing him play today. Um, Smith and Labuschagne were, were obviously very good. You know, Smith's end of the series was was outstanding. It was you know it was better than just good. It was outstanding. The back half, Marnus was you know excellent right the way through. Um, Wade threw some chances away, threw some opportunities away, and and you know, by the cricket comes back to bite him today. When you know you sort of probably throw a couple of innings away, and then you and you get a bit of bad luck go against you today, like like he did caught on the leg side. I think generally though, the batting's probably been a little bit disappointing. I, I you know, the haven't haven't sort of got big enough partnerships, haven't got big enough individual scores. Um, even looking at this game, I mean, the, the amount of starts that the Aussies got in the, in the first innings of this game was no, you know, really only Manus going on and capitalising is, is one of the reasons I think they probably find themselves where they do in the series. But um, but uh, another point, I thought Marcus Harris was really good today. I thought, I thought he looked um, excellent once he got once he got his first sort of boundary away and he got a bit of confidence under his belt. Um, you, know, you could see that there's a touch of class about his, about his batting. Ty's ball striking timing today was really good. So, um, and Payne's had a good series of the bats, which is also pleasing. Um, so there, are, I mean, there are a few positives there. All in all, though, I think you know most, or not most, a few of the boys would be disappointed with their output. Yeah, there's a test to, uh, to South Africa next month if all things go to plan. What are some of the areas in the batting order that Australia needs to address by then? Well, one obviously will be fitness. I'm not sure how, how long Prokofiev is going to be out for. Um, it's not that long before they go, is it? So I'm not sure how long he'll be there for. I mean, um, I mean, I think the only obvious one is probably weight. Um, and and you know, I think it's 13 or 14 innings now is between yeah. Test match half centuries. So you know, pressure's probably starting to head in his direction. But yeah, look, at, I, I don't I don't really know what what they'll do. Um, you know, Green Green's come in and looked looked. Good, I think. Um, I think he might have a few technical issues that he might have to work through with, 
his back foot play in particular. Um, but uh, yeah, I, look, I can't see that there's going to be a bolter anyone anyone from outside of what we've had, you know, with with Harris and, and Head and and these sort of guys that are in the squad. I think that the, the South African touring squad, I'm pretty sure, come from that group. Yeah, and you have to think there haven't been any other players playing red ball cricket. They've all been playing BBL, so you'd have to think they'll try and stick with a similar group. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, uh, and just finally, what's your what's your gut feel telling you on uh, on day five, the last day of the Test summer? You reckon uh, Australia can get over the line, but uh, when are they doing it, and who's taking the wickets? Um, I think they will win for those reasons I said earlier about the resistance. It's just have to, they just can't keep doing it. I mean, they've got to be right at the end, you know, with uh, physically and mentally. I mean, that's been a, a real hard slog for them. Um, so I think Australia will win. Um, I think Australia will win. Uh, let's have a, I'm going to say before the last hour of play starts tomorrow, so it's going to be way through the last session. Okay, and who's taking the wickets? Does Nathan Lyon get the 400? Um, he only needs he didn't three. look that threatening. Yeah, I know he only needs three. He didn't look that threatening, did he? I think. It, uh, well, I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be Hazelwood and Cummins. Um, I think the up and down sort of bounce will suit them. Um, Stark. Stark. I think. Um, Probably won't get much of an opportunity with a newer ball. I think they'll use him to, in short, sharp spells through the middle of the innings to, to run in and bowl fast and unsettle like he did yesterday afternoon. So the majority of the wickets, I think, will go to the two, the two big, tall right armers. That's it for Ricky's recap today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Unplayable podcast so you don't miss an episode this summer. And for all your breaking news, live scores and video highlights, head to cricket.com.au and the CA Live app. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.